welcome everyone to another episode of Anchored Hope, your weekly podcast where we inspire and encourage you to keep on going, to keep on moving forward in life and to keep on trusting in Jesus. This morning I want to speak to you on a sermon that I've entitled Lessons from the Leper. Lessons from the Leper. Um, so we're going to be looking at Matthew chapter 8 this morning. Matthew chapter 8. So if you have your Bibles with you, we can go with me, your iPads, your tablets, your telephones. Go to the Bible app. Amen. Not WhatsApp. The Bible <laughs> app. Not Facebook and Instagram. Amen. Don't like anything now. I'm going to see. I'm going to see. I'm going to see that at 10 to 10, you were liking stuff. <laughs> and then we're going to have a meeting. Okay. So go to the Bible app this morning and we're going to Matthew chapter 8 and we're going to be reading from verse 1 to 4 and it reads as follows it says when when Jesus came down from the mountainside large large crowds followed him a man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said Lord if you are willing you can make me clean Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man I am willing he said be clean Immediately he was cleansed from his leprosy. Then Jesus said to him, see that you don't tell anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer the gift Moses commanded as a testimony to them. Amen. Jesus reached out and touched him and said, I am willing. Amen. I love the story of Jesus and the leper. The word says that one day a man with leprosy came and knelt before Jesus. And we know this. Jesus does the unthinkable. The Bible says that he stretched out his hand and he touched the man. And the man was healed. And this is a a, a quote that I'm sure you've heard many times before. But Jesus touched the untouchable. Amen. We know that leprosy was a terrible disease, not only because of how bad it was physically for the leper, but also because how bad it was socially and even emotionally for them. Lepers were known as the living dead. They were the zombies of the day. uh, And and any person that was diagnosed with leprosy was immediately um, ostracized and thrown out of society. They were rejected. They were not allowed inside any walled cities like Jerusalem. And so they were also constantly stoned and especially by religious leaders. Um, When you read about the history of leprosy, um, rabbis, when they saw a leper, the first thing they did was pick up a stone and they would stone them. And um, it was even against the law to speak to a leper. And this morning, there's a few things, uh, a, a few lessons that I believe we can learn from this this little story. Here. It's only four verses, but it's so rich with revelation. And so lesson number one this morning is he, the leper, came to Jesus. Amen. Can I, can I say that again? You know, I, I'm, I, I, the le- leper came to Jesus. I can preach right there. Hallelujah. Man, I can go old school on you right there. But I want to stick to my notes this morning. Amen. And in verse 2, it says this. It says that he approached Jesus. That he drew near to him. Uh, he took a risk as a leper approaching Jesus. Uh, You could say this, that he took a step of faith 
because I believe that this man recognized Jesus as a healer. You, you've heard me say this before, but recognizing Jesus is uh, one of the first steps um, for a miracle. Recognizing him is one of the first steps for a miracle. In Matthew chapter 14 and verse 35, it says that Jesus crossed over into a region. And when the men of that place recognized him, they sent word into all the surrounding countries and people brought the sick to him. And the word of God says, and Jesus healed them all. You see, the first step to that miracle was the fact that they recognized him. That they saw him as a healer. And they received him as a healer. And when they received him as a healer, the Bible says that he healed them all. Mm. You cannot receive a breakthrough without the God of the breakthrough. You cannot receive a healing without the healer. You cannot receive a blessing without the divine blesser. You have got to recognize that Jesus is Lord. Amen. And many of us might even today we might say, you know what, Lord, I I want what that leper received. Man, I also want a touch from you in Jesus name. God, I need your touch in my life. But you know, do you know what? If you don't receive Jesus the way the leper received him, if you don't come to him the way this leper did by faith, If you don't come to him recognizing him as God, you won't receive anything from God. You won't receive a touch from God this morning. And that's why I want to encourage you. Lesson number one, come to Jesus. Lesson number one, in the season, we've got to recognize him as the God who is able to do the impossible. We've got to recognize him as the God who is still in control. Hallelujah. We've got to recognize him as the God who is able to perform miracles in our lives on a daily basis. We've got to recognize him, that recognize God as the God who's got this. Hallelujah. That nothing is out of his control. That he is a sovereign. God. Hallelujah. Man, he recognized him. He came to Jesus and he received his healing. And you might say today, Jesus, touch me, you know, make me whole. Or Jesus, touch me, give me the breakthrough that I need, that my family needs. But the question this morning is, do you believe? And will you recognize Jesus as your healer today? Will you recognize Jesus as your way maker today? Will you recognize him as your deliverer today? This leper had faith. He believed and he recognized. Hallelujah. Lesson number two. We don't have a lot this morning. Amen. But lesson number two. He confidently approached Jesus. I love that. Hallelujah. You see, when you believe, there will be a confidence in you that cannot be denied and that cannot be shaken. This man should not have had the confidence to come to Jesus. The risk was too big. And I'm sure the enemy must have told him, you're making a mistake in seeking out Jesus. That you know what? He will reject you just like every other religious leader rejects you. You know what? It's better just to stay safe. Can I say this morning? 
The devil is a liar. Man, I want to encourage you this morning that God will not reject you. That if you draw near to Him, the Bible says that He will draw near to you. Hallelujah. God will not reject you. He will heal you. He will restore you. He will answer you. He will give you the breakthrough that you need. This leper, I love it. He was confident when he approached Jesus. Man, he said, I'm not going to allow... I need a miracle. I need a touch. And I'm willing to take the risk. And he confidently came. Hallelujah. And I was reading the testimony of Brother Kenneth Copeland this week. And and did you know that when he was 17 years old, he was laying in his bed with an enlarged heart, a blood disease, and quite a few other problems in his body. He was in bed for a couple of months and he was busy dying. And every day he would read the Bible and he prayed and nothing changed. Then one day he read Mark 11 verse 24. And this is what it says. It says, therefore, I say to you, whatever thing you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And this is what he noticed. He noticed you will have them. Do you know that that means Future tense. Hallelujah. You must believe when you pray. Whatever you desire when you pray. Right then and there. Believe that you have received it. And it will be yours. And you know what? This verse became known as Hagen 11.24. Because this was the verse that he clung to. That he believed in. And ultimately he received his healing. He said when he read this verse. He realized that I didn't truly believe God. He said, I I had it the wrong way around. I wanted to receive first and then believe. He said, I would pray and I would ask God to heal me. And then I wanted to feel that I was healed. But as soon as I felt the pain, I didn't believe any longer. And so he, he read this verse and he says, God, I got it wrong. And then he said something. He says, Lord, today. Right now, this is the last prayer that I'm going to pray for my healing. And then he prayed and he said, God, I believe. Right now, I believe that you are my healer. Father, touch me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. And he said, when he prayed that, he felt it was like warm honey that flowed through his body. And when he was done praying... You know what? At that moment, nothing changed. He wasn't healed. There was still pain in his body. But um, then there was a, a voice that came. And this voice said, now do what healed people do. Get up. Mm-hmm. And he said, as soon as he pushed himself and he got up, immediately the voice of the enemy came. And when the voice of the enemy came, the enemy told him, you're going to die. Don't be crazy. He said, if you get up, you're going to get up and you're going to fall over and you're going to die. Mm. But what I love about Kenneth Hagin is that he had this confidence in God and he had confidence in the word of God. And he said, man, I'm not going to be denied and I'm not going to allow my confidence to be shaken. And as soon as he got up, he received his healing in Jesus almighty name. 
Man, and just like this leper, he had confidence. And I want to encourage you again today. You've got to have confidence in God. Don't let the voice of the enemy lie to you and tell you that God is not the God of the breakthrough. That God cannot heal you. That God cannot restore you. And that God does not care. Amen. You've got to believe and confidently approach Jesus. Job's wife said to him, said, why? Don't you curse God and die. You, you've lost everything. But I like what Job did. He said, I refuse. I've got this confidence in my God. And it will not be shaken. And we know that ultimately God restored Job. Hallelujah. And God can do the same for you today in Jesus name. So it doesn't matter what the enemy is saying. Doesn't matter what others are saying. Doesn't matter what your circumstances are saying. I want to encourage you this morning to have confidence in approaching God. Hallelujah. To confidently come to Him. The leper approached Jesus with confidence. And in number and number three, he approached him with humility. Hallelujah. He approached him with humility. Verse number two says that he came. And he knelt before Jesus. The authorized version says that he came and worshipped him. The key to your breakthrough, our breakthrough this morning is not just in our confidence, but in our worship. The word worship in this scripture is a Greek word, verb, sorry, that is used to describe the worshipping of the gods. It describes a person's feeling and action in the presence of the divine. So when this leper confidently approached Jesus and worshipped, he not only recognized Jesus as, as a healer or a rabbi or a powerful teacher, but he was recognizing Jesus as God. Your breakthrough in this season is in your faith. Your breakthrough in the season, man, is, is in recognizing that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. Jesus is Lord in the season. He is Lord in this economy. He is Lord and there is no one greater than him. He is Lord and there is no other. He is Lord and he is in control. Jesus is Lord and you know what? I will worship him as Lord. Come on. You got to prophesy this over your life. You got to walk in your home, man. And you got to prophesy and say, Jesus is Lord. I recognize him as Lord. I recognize him as a God who is in control of my life. I recognize him as a God who is sovereign. You got to walk into your kitchen and look at the empty cupboards and say, Jesus is Lord in Jesus name. You got to speak to your wallet, uh, your bank statement, and you got to declare that God, that Jesus is Lord. Come on. We uh, don't step back in the season. Take authority in the season. And that is what this man did. He came, he confidently approached Jesus. He fell down and he worshipped at his feet. And what he was saying, he was saying, Lord, you are God, you are God, you are God. Yes. 
Do you know that the religious leaders could have stoned him for what he was doing? Because they knew what he, what the statement that he was making. Because in those days it was law. You do not bow to any man. The only person you bow to is to God. And so when he fell down and he began to worship God, he was making a statement in front of everyone that I believe that this man Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. That lady, the Greek woman, she comes and she, the Bible says she goes looking for Jesus. Again, the same thing. She, she went looking for him. She gets him, she finds him, and the Bible says that the disciples are rude to her. And Jesus ignores her. And then she does something powerful. She falls down and she worships. <laughs> Can I say this this morning? God will not ignore a worshiper. Hallelujah. Can I say it again? God will not ignore a worshiper. And in this season, man, we've got to humbly seek Him and worship Him as Lord. You've got to make Him Lord in Jesus' name. I was reading about John Austin, the father of Joel. And he was saying, he was saying, when I became born again, he said, I gave Jesus my heart. And I made him the Lord of my heart. He says, I, I became a pastor, but I still had issues. I, he said, I had a lot of religious issues. I had issues with, does God heal? No, God doesn't heal. I had issues with tongues. I had all these issues in my heart. And the reason why I had issues was because I, 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 I didn't give him my whole heart. There were still areas in my heart where Jesus was not Lord. He says there was broken areas in my heart that I protected and that I put a guard on and I didn't allow Jesus in. And he says Jesus was not Lord in those areas in my life. And he says for many years I suffered. I was saved. I was a pastor, but I suffered until I got to the place where I completely surrendered my heart to him. And I said, Lord, today you are Lord of every single part of my life. Wow. I want to encourage you this morning. Make him Lord in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Worship him in this season. Hallelujah. Come before him and say father. Man Lord I come to you. I confidently seek your face. And Lord I humbly come to you in the season. I will worship you. Hallelujah. Amen. And number four. What I love about this leper. Is that he allowed Jesus to settle all the doubts about the will of God. Can I say it again? He allowed Jesus to settle all the doubts about the will of God. If you want to touch from God today. If you want your situation to turn around today. Then you have got to allow Jesus to settle all the doubts about his will. I can imagine this leper and a few of his friends having a conversation. And one of them saying, man, do you believe that Jesus is willing to heal us? And, and, and one of them answers and says, absolutely not. I, I don't believe that he will. Man, just last week, a, a rabbi started stoning me when, when I just looked at him. And I, I don't believe that Jesus is any different. It's best to just stay away from him. And they looked at this leper and they said, what do you think? And he said, you know what? I believe that Jesus will heal me. 
And, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go seek. I'm going to go look for him right now and ask him. <laughs> they, they, they must have thought that this man was crazy. But you know, in actual fact, he was full of faith. And when he fell down in front of Jesus, he fell down and he asked him. He worshipped and then he asked him. He says, Jesus, are you willing? Are you willing to heal me? And you know what Jesus answered? He answered and he said, I am willing. Hallelujah. Man, do you, do you know that this is the only man in the Bible that had the boldness to ask about the will of God concerning healing? And Jesus settled it. He said, I am willing. And just like this leper, you need to settle it in your heart this morning once and for all that Jesus is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that he is still willing to heal. He is still willing to restore. He is still willing to give you the breakthrough that you need. If you, a man, if you want the, want to know the, what the will of God is, in your situation, if you want what the leper received, then you have got to do what he did. You have got to settle the matter of the will of God. And, and do you know what the will of God is? I'm sure all the Bible school students will know what is the will of God. The word of God. Hallelujah. If you want to know what the will of God is, then you just need to know what the word of God says about your situation. Hallelujah. What does the word say? And Jesus was and is the living word. And you know what he says? I am willing. Hallelujah. Man, what is it that you trust in God for in the season? You've got to settle the doubt this, this morning. And you've got to say, and I want to encourage you this week. To spend time reading and studying God's will. Getting to his word. And find out what is it, Lord. What is your will for my life? And it's not complicated. Man, if you're trusting God for a financial breakthrough. His will says in Philippians 4 verse 19. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. Deuteronomy 28, and Pastor Jen's been doing this with us. Verse 6 says, you will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. Verse 11 and 12 says, the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your land, in the land of which the Lord, Lord swore to your father to give you. The Lord will open to you his good treasure, hallelujah, the heavens to give you rain to your land in its season, and to bless the works of your hands. Say, my, the works of my hands is blessed in Jesus' name. You shall lend to many nations, but not borrow. And that is what the word of God says. That is what the will of God is for you and me. Man, from a financial um, sense this morning. What does God's word say about you? Let's settle this this morning. Jeremiah 1 verse 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. 
Ephesians 2.10 For you are his workmanship Created in Christ Jesus for good works Which God pre- prepared beforehand That you should walk in them Luke 12 and verse 7 Why? Even the very hairs on your heads are numbered yes. I'm sure God looked into the future And he saw weaves and stuff and he said, I will still number the hair of your head. Hallelujah. Then he said, fear not. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Hallelujah. And this is what God's word says about you this morning. And we have to settle it in our hearts once and for all. That Jesus is still the same. Hallelujah. That he's still willing to heal. He's still willing to restore. He's still willing to give you the breakthrough that you need today. Hallelujah. Come on, if you believe me, say amen. 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 Come on, say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, if we were in a church building, I'd have been running down the aisles now. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. I don't care what your situation looks like right now. I don't care if you've lost your job. I don't care if if your income was half. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. He can turn it around for your good. He is sovereign. He is in control. I, I will settle it in my heart this morning that he loves me too much to let me go. I will settle it in my heart this morning that he loves me too much to see me and my family suffer. I refuse to believe that. David said I was young and now I'm old but yet I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor the seed begging for bread. If God could do it for David David, uh, he can do it for me. Hallelujah. If God could do it for David, uh, he can do it for you and your family. If God could do it for Isaac uh, in the middle of a famine, the Bible says that Isaac obeyed God. Man, he obeyed God. He saw God as Lord and as King. And the Bible says in the midst of a famine, uh, the man became rich in the midst of a famine. Man, he prospered. I declare today that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. In this season, Jesus is Lord. In this season, he will take care of me and my family. In this season, he will provide. In this season, I will experience His love and His presence. In this season, man, God will, things will fall, man, on pleasant places. In this season, the works of my hands are blessed. In this season, I will not suffer any lack. In this season, He is my healer. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we worship you this morning. Just take a few moments right now. Let's do what the leper did. Let's come to him this morning. Just worship him with your own words this morning. Say, Lord, I worship you, Jesus. I recognize you, God, as Lord this morning. I humbly come before you today, Father.
Lord Jesus, I know that I am nothing without you today. So Lord God, we come to you humbly today, Lord Jesus. We approach your throne with confidence today. We will not allow our confidence to be shaken this morning. We will not allow our faith to be denied, Lord. But we believe, Lord Jesus, before we receive, we believe that you are able. We believe that you are good. We believe that there is no other God like you, O oh Lord. And we, we settle all doubts this morning about your will, Lord. And we thank you, God, that your will is that we prosper and that we be in good health even as our soul prospers. That your will is, Father God, that we do well in life, that we succeed. That your will is that, Father God, that we are healthy and that we are strong. Your will, Father God, is that, Father God, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Your will this morning is that, Father God, that poverty is a curse in Jesus' name. And it is broken off our lives in the name of Jesus. We thank you for that this morning, Lord God. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I want to encourage you just one more time in the season. Let's just go through it one more time. Lesson number one. Come to Jesus. Hallelujah. And recognize Him. Number two. Confidently approach Him. Number three. Approach Him with humility and worship Him. And number four. Allow Jesus to settle all the doubts about the will of God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Amen.